Whoa! That was terrible. I think we might be able to tell the direction the podcast goes just based off of your scream at the beginning, Scott. I wish y'all could see him right now. Could we we just... Could we record a scream and just put it in there? Uh, Yeah, but then it wouldn't be as organic. That's (sighs) right. It's not sincere. Mm. Mm. Sincere. Scott, sincerely right now, to paint the mental image for all of you, have his feet propped up on the table, lean back in the chair, (laughs) head tilted up to the sky. They are below (laughs) my knee, sir. (laughs) Scott, you're very relaxed. I am very relaxed. We're post-lunch again. Yep. And we're going to be in for a ride, I think, based on the way this is starting. Oh, that's going to be great. That's right. Someone messed with my microphone. Oh. Oh. Scott Odom, Evan Sameko here, Jordan Phillips producer. Yo. We're back. And today's episode is not going to make as much sense if you did not listen to last week's episode and or the message from last week. So if you haven't listened to episode before this, stop listening now. Sometimes they stand alone. Sometimes it's independent. But we're doing something different, Scott. First, we need to we need to apologize. Oh, oh yeah, we, we are we, a little we are late. A couple days late. We are a couple days late. Sorry, kids. Sorry, everyone had who some, listens. Uh, some, we had a meeting. Bangs. Yeah, we had a meeting prop up or prop up Propped come up. up that unfortunately took some time out of the week. It's planning for the future, like the boardwalk and Christmas, and so unfortunately. Christmas is it pushed us back. And yes, you are right, Jordan. We need to apologize for that. But we are here. We are here now. Yep. Back in your ears. Right listener. here, right now. <laughs> but Scott, yo, you didn't even remember last week, but last week we talked about... Well, it's been a while. The fact that I was going to speak. I filled in for Justin. If you're listening to this... In you the did a great job. Far future. I, Thank you, Jordan. Great I, job. I unfortunately, I heard the first five minutes, which the first five minutes were great, but Appreciate I got that. pulled out. And had to go do something else, and by the time I could make it back, uh, you were done. But you didn't really feel bad about it, though. Let's be oh, honest. come on now! No, you you always do a very two good job. opportunities and online. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Scott also every time I get up to speak says one day he's just going to start booing. Yes. Well, I I do boo whenever you get up. <laughs> Please do. I, I boo already when he gets up to do the announcements. <laughs> I've do heard you? you. Yes. Oh yeah, he's done it sometimes. Well, I wait till there's a quiet moment. I'll go boo. <laughs> Someone booed Evan this week because of the Rangers fan. It was not me. Did you find out who it was? I never did. No oh, one ever wow. came. No. Sometimes they'll come and tell me. There are a couple people I know are Astros fans, but nobody did no, fess no. up to this. <laughs> no, but funny. everyone did say you did a fantastic job. Thank you, job. Scott. That's right. I was just fishing for compliments. Is the only yeah, reason well, I brought that's it up. Well, that's fine. But no, no, but last week you we did. You gram two track. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. Stop. Give me some more. <laughs> uh, last week we talked about it beforehand and uh, just a little peek behind the curtain. Away. High anxiety. We did something different. And Scott, you didn't hear it. Jordan, you listened to it. Did any of that stuff make you feel more anxious when we talked about the beginning, all of this weird technology and stuff that's happening in the world? Uh, no. I mean, yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> no, but yeah. I, well, I didn't get anxious about it, but I was no. like, wow, that's interesting. Because I ran out in somebody at church that was there, and they came up to me like, we went to lunch, and all we talked about are deep fakes and how we're not going to be able to trust anything, and I'm so worried you about started. it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were not aware at all. And uh. it's just fascinating of mm. all this different stuff that's going on. But, but see, it's it, I go back to, for me personally, it doesn't give me a lot of anxiety, all that stuff. Because like I go back to like, I'm a child of the 80s. And so like I can remember late 80s, early 90s, went to Disney World and just seeing the stuff. And because back then, I don't know if it's still the same because it's been forever since I've been to Disney World, but they had the world of the future mm. in the Epcot Center. And it had all this crazy technology that they thought was going to be now 
in like the 50s. And like, I remember one thing that stood out was a Teflon home. So the walls, couch, and everything was made out of Teflon, and you could just spray your whole house down on the inside with a water hose, and everything would drain into the floor. I mean, now you look at that and it goes silly, but that's how I kind of feel like the technology now. Now, I feel like we're way more advanced, obviously, now than we were then. But, I mean, that kind of stuff kind of figures itself out. I mean, it is somewhat scary because of the deep fakes and stuff like that. And and But to me, and this is just me, I, I really do think, I think that stuff just kind of figures, figures itself out and, and finds its place in the world. I could be wrong. It's very zen of you, Scott. Amen. Just yeah. Go with the yeah. flow, man. Well, I mean, I could. Be, I once again, it could turn into Terminator Two, <laughs> yeah, or one. Yeah, or one. It yeah. could turn into either one. But I think I would. I would hope. I would hope we, as a species, as in the human species, would be smart enough to go. Hey, maybe we need to put some technology in this to help ourselves out, like so that won't happen. But because anyway. it is fascinating, and it is. It's interesting that. Yes, I agree, and I am definitely an optimist. I really do believe that we will be okay, that we will figure it out, that there are enough people whose interest is ultimately people and humanity surviving and being okay, that we won't let it get to that level. But (laughs) the people working on it, like Elon Musk, like, uh, I can't remember the head of Google, when they talked about... Bezos. That's Amazon. That's Amazon. Oh. Yeah, the CEO. But basically, they came out and wrote a letter a couple months ago when ChatGBT really blew up of, we might need to pause this and talk about the implications of the morality of this and actually listen to a podcast with two people that were asked to come speak and present at the Vatican for the Pope and like 100 bishops about the ethics of AI and where this is going and what we believe as Christians, as Catholics, what they were going to determine they're going to be able to do. Like, can AI become sentient? Do we believe this? Is What does sentience mean? Is there something that, if it embodies a robot, is that something where they could become saved? All of these questions are very interesting philosophical questions that might become real faster than we think. Oh, God. See, now that just gives me a headache. You're worried about if a robot has a soul. That's, that's getting too much. I'm sorry. If AI has a soul... I mean, I don't know. That's just... Oof. And you can stick your head in the sand and say, fine, whatever. Uh, it's not that I want to stick my head in the sand. It's just, to me, to, I think, number one, humanity, and especially American humanity, is generally, especially right now in these times, negative. Very negative. Everybody seems to focus on the negative right now. And I think they've always been. Yeah, like, and they... and Well, but... Because I mean, people dunk on this generation of being the worst, and all these people, and the yeah. older you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but... It, when you go back and read newspaper articles and stuff from the... 1900s, the 1800s. I showed this in the sermon I did two times ago where there's some pretty negative headlines that every generation thinks the one behind them is worse. Well, well, I remember (laughs) remember something I read about the 1700s where they were worried about all the teenagers reading books. Yeah, exactly. And then now, now it's like, I wish more teenagers would read books. (laughs) And I agree, yeah, because we always seem to have a negative bent about everything. But like, once again, I go to, there's too much hope in the world right now to think, that it's all bad and what if, and plus too, I think a lot of people, and, and there are some people who it's their job, but like way overthinking this, like the Pope worried if AI has a soul, that's to me, all right, that's too much. You're overthinking these things. Like, like let's kind of take a, take a step back. Now I do agree with, Hey, let's figure out if AI being sentient might be a little too much. 
I agree with that. But then once you go beyond that, like, let's figure out this part first. Because to me, it sounds like you're putting a little bit of the cart before the horse. That's just, once again, that is my opinion, not the opinion of some. I just want my Alexas to work right. <laughs> that is they AI. They have been driving me nuts. But That's see, hilarious. But see, I, I'm someone who doesn't have that. I, I drive, I prefer to drive a vehicle that has little technology. I mean, that, but that's my, just my me. My Alexa doesn't drive. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I was thinking Alexa. They do have cars. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, but then I was thinking Alexa in a car because they do have that. Like, so, yeah, but like, I don't have Alexa at my house. I don't have anything like that. I, I barely have a laptop that, I think my laptop was made in 2002. You're There's what we call no a way. late adopter. Yeah. You have a 2002 laptop. <laughs> I mean, that's an, that's an exaggeration. It's Adele. <laughs> it's, an, it's, it's Adele. No, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I am a late adopter for sure. So it's not that I'm against technology. I'm certainly not against technology and, or anything like that. And there are certainly pros to cons and pros and cons to all new technology. But just, yeah, I'm... So let's go Neuralink, for example. Have you heard of Neuralink, Scott? I have heard of Neuralink. So the pro, right, is that it really could be a game-changing device that would help people who are essentially would have paralyzed. Yes. Well, no, but the initial studies are if you're paralyzed, it might be able to help you mm. walk again. Right. It can reactivate exactly. parts of your brain if you've had a stroke. Yeah, had a stroke or a people who are suffering from MS or from uh, what's that other brain thing that's so destructive? Mm. Oh, brain eating amoebas yeah no <laughs> maybe it was dementia there was one of those like something ms like or something that. like that that were literally the same type deal they found out Neuralink might be able to solve that issue so if they introduce it as a medical device that helps and it's morphed into being able to turn on your tv with your brain do you throw the baby out of the bathwater and say we can't do any of it because no. it might be something that you used for bad? No. Well, well some people would say yes. But see, I I totally disagree with that because then like like uh, this is going to be controversial, but like Oof. cocaine. Cocaine, everybody believes terrible street drug. However, there are some wonderful drugs that are made out of derivatives. Of cocaine. Well, it was using Coca-Cola, right? I mean, that really well, was very very early on. Okay. But I mean, there are some, there are some, I'm not saying cocaine is a wonderful drug or anything like that, but thank you. We there are not, medical, but they do, there are medical benefits to some of the formulas that are used in cocaine. So if you got rid of cocaine completely, there are some benefits to it. Now, obviously there's some very negative benefits. However, you can take a part of that and use it to help people like it's great for, there are parts of it that you use, for instance, if you have a runny nose, a stuffy nose, because it opens up your blood vessels and helps you breathe better. Um, it's used for people with ADD. There's parts of it that are used for ADD that helps calm down the mind. There's parts of it that are used for antipsychotics because it does the kind of the same thing. Now, I'm not saying go and snort a thing of cocaine if you have ADD or whatever, but thank you for there, there are parts of the formula that make up cocaine that are beneficial. So just because now cocaine, obviously, as a drug, as a street drug, is a terrible thing. It destroys families. It's highly addictive. But there are parts of it, though, that are good. So, no, I disagree. I think you... you and plus, too, I think as humans, we will always find something bad in the good. Sure. 
I human think, nature and somebody yeah. that's going to profit off of it. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be somebody that's going to make money off of it no matter what you do. You know what? And all the negatives that you see, I don't know why, but every now and then we'll go somewhere and somebody will do something for some complete stranger. I'm like, see, there are good people. That's what I'm saying. There's in this too world. much. And there's it's, too it's much like, hope. And you know where it normally is? Where? In New York City. New York City. New York. Like for, I have spent a lot of time uh, above the Mason-Dixon line and I found those people very friendly and very nice. They are. Just for the record. There yep. you go. My sister's their in Chicago food. right now, and she would say otherwise. <laughs> their food is terrible. Well, they're di- well, okay, hold on. Yeah, no, you, New York and Chicago type people. We love you. But we're stereotyping. They, they, yeah. their personalities are different. Well, they stick to themselves, yes. which to us in the South is rude that but, you don't say hi to everybody. But to me, I like that. I prefer it as well. Amen. I grew up in the South, but I am not a super friendly. But no, everybody in New York is very, very friendly. Yeah. They just stick to themselves for the most part, which comes off as a, being rude. Uh, sure. All right. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Not everybody. Obviously not everybody. Most more than you think. Yeah, there because, well, oh, I mean, like. I'm walking here. Yeah, but also, that, that though. Happen to us one yeah, time. for that one person. Like, when you do get lost, like, because I have been in New York and it, people do keep themselves. However, I have been like, hey, do you know where this is? And they're like, oh, yeah, you just, just go here and here and you're there. Just count. It's yeah. That maybe. far. Yeah. I so there's good people everywhere. Yeah. So there, well, that's what I'm saying. There's too much hope in the world. Mm. There really is. Mm. You should write a song. <gasps> we are the world. There's too much hope. <laughs> or there's too much hope. No, that's not right. All right. Another one we could touch on just to get y'all's thoughts. Touch. The first babies born where their genes were edited in no, utero. don't like it. Okay, why? <laughs> don't like it. Why? Because I don't like Good it. Good answer. <laughs> I, I, but see, the now. The Chinese doctor did it illegally. He was arrested. He was detained, and now he's up for, I think he's out, but he's being, like. It's up for an Emmy. Audited. Nobody is, like, he spoke in front of the scientific community, like the international whatever. But see, but it's funny and, you say that because that's exactly what I am going through right now. Not exactly. Well, not exactly, but, but very close. And I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. But yeah. Then, so IVF, right, is not the same thing as what he's doing, but it is a scientific oh, procedure. Oh, it's mighty close, though. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I So the way I understand this, and we are not scientists, we're not claiming to be experts, please go look it up and research yourself. Yes. But what this doctor did had never been done before on record, where mm-hmm. he used Splicer, which is a technology to edit the genes. Like in Bioshock? Is it? You remember Splicer's? I don't remember him calling that. Maybe it's CRISPR. I'm sorry. That is, I am thinking Bioshock. CRISPR is the technology that he used to edit genes, Mm. but it's basically super complicated. They're able to change the genes before the baby is born and modify character traits. So they could have blonde blonde hair, blue eyes, but it also has the implications of they could eliminate chromosomal disease or different disabilities before the baby is born. And it's this idea of it's really eugenics and it's designer babies is the negative side of it, but they also have incredible health complications where you could eliminate things from mankind, but we just don't know exactly how it's going to so, shake out. So what are you going to say, Jordan? I was going to say, I mean, if, it, if it's used for to knock out diseases and stuff like that, then maybe. Sure. <laughs> but but if it's used because I want my kid to have green eyes and black hair. But if they come to you and you're a parent, and I I don't think I would say this, but if they say, hey, do you want your kid to be 6'1 as a boy? 
I, well, I can guarantee they're going to be over six foot. Well, I'm going to go spiritual on you and say, no, that's not how God wanted it. Okay. So if we go on that road, though, does God want you to die of cancer? I mean, we take no. medicine to prevent and treat other things. And God created the doctor that's using the medicine using the to technology do it. and using the technology. I don't know. I'm ah, asking these questions. Take I don't, I don't that, know. I'm not hey, saying hey, I do hey. believe this, but it is questions that, well, unlike Scott, who doesn't want to talk about it, we're going to talk wait. about it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to care. No, right. no, but I mean, like, so I'm going through IVF, which we're not doing gene manipulation, well, but that is illegal. Pretty so, yeah. dang If you have a doctor close. doing it. <laughs> but so, but you, you say that, however, he goes in and looks at the genes of the eggs, the the pieces of me and the pieces of her without getting too graphic. And they go in and they look at, okay, what does this one have? All right, we throw that one out. Oh, that one has something bad. They throw that one out. So they're not necessarily... And there are some streams of Christianity which are not okay with that. Right. And then, but then, and so like now, so because we're having to use somebody else's egg, but, but, and this is crazy. But they can go in and they look at the genes. Now, they don't manipulate it. But, for instance, if it's Julie's egg and it's the piece of me, they can go in and go, okay, well, we'll take out your hair color and it'll have her her hair color or vice versa. They can do that because they're not manipulating the gene in a way that they're adding something that wasn't there. But basically, you can almost just about go, I want to, you know, like a green-eyed, dark-haired or whatever. Like, I mean, they can't. Yeah. Now, they don't go into it manipulate it where it's a guaranteed 100% thing. That's not 100% a family thing. trait, right. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a family trait. And they will, but, like, they go back to, yeah, if it's disease, no, it's out. If it has certain traits, it's out. So they really, and I will tell you, as that is beneficial to me. I like that. I, you know, I'm sorry, but I do. I yeah. I don't. For me, I don't want a baby to have to suffer. I don't want to have a baby that's born with a disease, like a horrible disease, and and maybe that's not right. Maybe that's not Christian or godly, but it's just how I feel. And it's one thing to do it philosophically. It's another thing when it's your own family, when it's your own kids, when you're doing that. And these yeah. are the choices our kids, our grandkids, will have to make. Yeah. But of course, now they can't predict everything, right? And so there are things that may happen later in life, and obviously you have to deal with that as sure, it sure. comes. But, yeah, anything that I could do, which you would do the same thing if you knew to help your son beforehand, before he was born. Not to say that like, he has any issues, but mm-hmm. if let's say you knew of an issue that he was going to have. Like, let's say he was going to have Yeah, illness. well, I agree. I, but, but, you had, but you had the choice to go, hey, I can get rid of that. You would get rid of it because well, of how yeah, much you I love I agree with that, but I guess I see the repercussions of, oh, well, my child was supposed to have X and X, but they're born and they have Y and Y. But, but what not, if you don't know? Yeah, exactly. What if they say, we can tell you how it turned out, or we can tell you you can modify in utero and do this, and it becomes common procedure to say, how tall do you want your kid yeah. to be? How athletic? How Well, well I guess I'm saying if you wanted them to have blue eyes and blonde hair and yeah. they came out not with blue eyes or blonde hair then you're upset and what are the repercussions of that so I, in this hypothetical scenario they are saying the science will get to the point where it will be a hundred percent that they will wow. be able to predetermine yeah. and tell you if you choose to do that kind of procedure it's hmm. and i and 
there will be some that will, you know, do that. And then if it's not right, there will be some negative connotation. But there will be, there will be. And there's always unintended consequences of any new technology or procedure and things that have to work out and do it. We don't know. But I also, but, but also my other feeling is, is we're not going to stop. It's coming. Mm -hmm. They're coming. And it's not that necessarily we're going to stop it, but I think as a believer, I feel burdened to start having these kinds of conversations, talk about it, and then listen to people smarter than me who are Christians in that space. So if it is the Pope bringing in these people, I'm a freaking Pope. (laughs) Sorry. I just got a family guy on anything of the Pope. They are trying to, from a Christian perspective, ask these kinds of questions. And that kind of stuff fascinates me. I think it is very interesting and it's coming and it's, us raising right. our kids and the next generation of kids of, okay, what do we really but, believe? But see, like me, and <laughs> like they've talked about putting a scanner in your wrist mm-hmm. for your credit card and all your information. Right. I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and be, but there's, and there's a lot people of people that are, who are like, sure. that's, a, but I mean, I lose stuff all the time. <laughs> on and to, on to know that I could just be like, Always have that to me, I would, I would, I would do it in a heartbeat. Hmm. But, but, the, but because, but I also know, like, because it goes back to this whole conversation talking about COVID and the shot and all this, and it's the mark of the beast and all that. <laughs> well, okay. So when I got the COVID shot, no one asked me to renounce God to get it. And if they're going to put a little scanner in my wrist and they're not going to, they're not going to ask me to renounce God. I'm going to get it because at my understanding and interpretation of revelations and the mark of the beast mm. is that you have to, you ba- it's a Opt choice. It. Yeah. You have to either you give up God and take it or you're dead. Well, so if they're going to be like, Hey, we're going to make your life easier and you don't have to give up God. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's just once again, me and does not reflect the Scott Adams affiliates yep, do not reflect yeah. the simple church or any of our staff. Any affiliated <laughs> any ideas he has are his own. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I would not want to go first on some kind of physical implant. Oh no, no. But no, no. I think I'm not that, saying I'm gonna be first in line. Right. But if it's a wearable watch and it's really Apple Pay is going towards that where mm-hmm. you can go and do things and have it with Yeah, you can take that off though. Right. Right. Well, to me, I guess I, I just don't lose my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just to me, to me, it's convenience. Sure. I mean, the thing about it, you had everything in there. You could, like, you don't have to carry a phone with you because right. also for me, well, I'm I close hate, to eliminating a wallet. I like, hate. I would like to not have a wallet. Yeah, yeah. I hate really? carrying stuff yeah. in my pocket. How? IDs on real ID. Your credit cards are in Apple. Yeah, but is real ID a technical? Is yeah, yeah. Is it yeah? And if you have the federal ID, it you can use in any state. Right. Cashless society, mm-hmm. which people are worried about that, where it's all electronic, then who controls Let's talk the about electronic. that. Okay. I get so frustrated. Easy. Whoa. When I go to a concert or a sporting event, I'm like, all right, cash yeah, $100 cash. And I walk in there and they're like, oh, it's cashless. I'm like, cool. It's more yeah. and more. I prefer that. I never, I never have cash, cash on me. I agree. Mm. And plus, really... I like. Let's be honest. All our money is made up anyway, mm. whether it's cash in your hand well, or not. Well, the reason we we've always done it's cash when we go on money. trips because you know you swipe your card and it's like, are we forgetting anything? Like, what's is what is our balance oh, really? Oh, your budget. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but uh, if you have cash, like when we go to New York, like, hey, we take you know however much cash 
that day. Sure. It's like, hey, nah, you're on this va- is all the money we got. If you're on vacation, just spend it like you ain't got <laughs> But you can't it. if it's cashless. That's what he's saying. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, but I mean, I've heard of people who will do that. And so what they will do is they will get a card that's separate from their bank account yeah. that's a mm-hmm. cash card. So therefore, that exact amount of money is on that card. They leave their credit and their debit card at home. Right. And then what they have is what they have. They have an emergency credit card that they'll put with them just in case they run out. Plus then if you just but, save the cash and then you just go grab it before you go, it's like you're not even spending yeah. money. But the, the thing of it is though, like it's... It's like a free trip. But pretty soon you won't be able to use it. That's girl math, Jordan. I know. Girl math. Did you see the one the other day where the girl was like, I didn't spend any money yesterday, so I can spend double today? That's right. That's a trend on social media. I saw that, yeah. I like dog math. Dog math, absolutely. Dog math. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen the dog math? Uh -uh. Oh, sweet. Do it. So, the world's crazy. Amen. It's unreal. The world is crazy. If you want to hear more about this, this interests you, go check out the message. Mm. Are we done already? Past Sunday. But we're going to talk about the Operation Christmas Child, Scott, a little bit. What is that? <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't get my box the other day. Way to go, well, Jordan. Well, you know, it's I was busy now. working. Uh-huh. Not running, you know, Pop-Tart errands for, right. like Scott was. Mm, Pop-Tart errands. I was running Pop-Tart errands? I don't know. I He's know y'all be doing Pop-Tart. Y'all's breakfast group. I don't when have y'all a... do the Pop-Tart taste test. Oh, I, that's all, John. That's not me. Hmm. You're a yeah. part of it, though. Yeah. I am a part of it. Yeah, yeah, but he goes and gets everything. I got you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I was like, Pop George is bitter. He didn't get invited. Yeah, you're always anyone's invited. Yeah, okay. Everyone on the podcast, go yeah. get some pop tarts. There's three chicken balls. <laughs> chicken balls. Oh man, Scott. Before we sign off, Operation Crystal Child. If you're listening to this before Sunday the twelfth, we will be at the Operation Christmas Child. Sorry, I was trying to think. Is there a theme song? I don't think so. You can write one. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, Super Walmart on Airline Drive or East Super, super, <laughs> super, super, super. Domingo, 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 Domingo. No services. There'll be an online message. We filmed it with Justin this morning. Yep. I'll be at Walmart in Bozier City. I would say they're both Walmart. And so will Justin. Come by and see him. Yep. 11 a.m. R- Robin and other people, because I don't <laughs> know who's going to be over there. But Robin Hort and other people being in Shreveport, if that's more convenient Eastburg- for you. Which Shreveport? East Burkoons, Walmart. Mm. One across from LSUS. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. She'll be over there for all you South Shreveport hey, people. Hey, man. The Walmart in Shreveport City yeah. is so nice. I've been in it. But that it's like, sketch, though. No, 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 no. Uh, it the may people be, that the shop people, there that's what I'm talking might about. be a little sketch. Everyone in New York City is nice, yeah. but everyone in that Walmart is sketch. <laughs> that Walmart is <laughs> clean. <laughs> Their staff is nice. They will cut you soon. <laughs> Shout out Walmart. What? Hey, wait sponsor second. this podcast. Wait a I have never been to a Walmart in this city where the staff is nice. And I'm telling you, go to Shreve City Walmart. You, in Doing either right. in any either it's city. It's weird. But now that you're confusing everyone and bringing that in, we will not be at that Walmart. Not at that Walmart. <laughs> we will be at East Burkoons and Airline, Bossier City. That's right. In yeah. all seriousness, Operation Christmas Child is a great organization. Yep, I've we given out away. a few boxes. Well, yeah, you've done trips over the years. I've gone. Jordan. Yep. Jordan doesn't believe Still in it. Still not so much. I do believe in it. He doesn't believe it. in the wow. people we go. outside of our borders. Mm. Outside of who? Xenophobia. There's mission trips in the United States he hasn't gone on. Yep. Mm. Mm. He just doesn't care about people. Doesn't it's care a about mission missions. trip to the convention center every <laughs> Sunday. 
<laughs> but Operation Good Shot, we gave away a thousand boxes that were empty. You take them, you fill them. It's a great thing to do as a family. And yep. if you want to bring them back and see us in person, in the flesh, this Sunday, 11 to 1, you can also fill a box virtually. Yep. So if you're somebody online, somewhere Ooh, in another like city that. or state, like it really is kind of cool. They made it like There's a- There's technology. You can't like use cash, but- Flash software where you like, mm. you really do drag the things into your box and That's it shows fun. you what it is. It's really a really well I have done. actually been to the head, the actual major- or the hub distribution center in Dallas. Really? Of yes. what? It's like for the of country OCC or there are multiple ones? of the country. Wow. Samaritan's yes. Purse is in Dallas? It's in Grapevine. No, just that, just OCC has a massive warehouse in Grapevine, actually right across the street from the Amazon warehouse in really? Grapevine, Texas. I've noticed they're building more and more warehouses. It's like a district over there the last time I went. And totally off subject, but real quick. I, I I heard they're bringing another Amazon warehouse to Shreveport. The first one's not even open it's yet. It's supposed to open in 2024, and then they're building another one. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. It's there. It is you there. Do see it. it is massive. <laughs> yeah, but it's not open. If they don't, they were supposed it. to open up in 2023. If they don't open it, someone buy it, and put a high speed go kart track in there. Ooh. Wow, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I like talking like this now. Christmas child. Fill a box, join it, do it <laughs> online. We'll put links in the show notes. Come by and see us if you listen to this before Sunday. And I believe they're due the 19th. So you have another week if you're listening yes. to this to be able to get a box. Yeah. Drop it back but off We the will be done the 12th. Well, we'll be at church the 19th and you could bring it to the convention center back for services. That means you got to take them to the office, buddy. Yep. Well, the office would be... No, we don't want the office. Don't. Jordan's misinformation campaign over there. Do not go to Shreve <laughs> City. Do not bring him to the office. <laughs> bring them on Sunday the 12th. Yes. No, or Sunday the, the 19th. I was saying Scott would have to take them to That's the office. That's what he does not want From to. the convention center. Yes. Yes. And then no. we will. And then after that, if you still haven't brought them, you got to take them to the local distribution center, which is right behind First Baptist Bossier. But also... I think the very last possible day to do yeah. that is Monday the 20th. Yes, it is true. And of November. But you can take them there if you don't, don't want to go not, through the middle. Man, you can them? take them there. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I thought I'd heard at one point it was like February. It, uh, it depends on where in the yeah, world Yeah, it depends they go. on where ah. they go. And also, like, so the way that I understand it, and I could be wrong, so, uh, you know... Uh, don't don't kill me over this. This whole podcast. But uh, <laughs> the way that I understand it is... Like, kill him! <laughs> like, like Billy Graham, don't come out of your grave and get me. Uh, get mail from him. So there's other... So there's like... There's obviously... They won't you do use, not get mail from him. I get Samaritan's Perch <laughs> mail. That's not from Billy Graham's oh, son. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Dear Jordan, <laughs> this is Billy from the grave. Sorry, Billy, man. In front of you. Anyway, no, but my in. understanding is so they don't use all the boxes sometimes. And so mm. those are Where the first go? ones to go out. And because it's all broken up into regions and everything else. I think there are 170 countries. Yeah. So it really is a huge organization yeah. that is logistically yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, and they only, like, for instance, because I've done it so many times in Mexico, when they do it, th so, like, I know, for instance, in Mexico, they go to the village or to where they're going to go beforehand, and they ask, how many kids do you have? And they figure all that out prehand. The local church pre-signs right. them up. Yeah. So, what, and I say all that, meaning that there is a certain amount that is allocated to Mexico to these villages. So, And they request the times. I yes. think some of the churches prefer to get them later mm. because mm. Christmas but, and there's other stuff yeah, or whatever. But, Obviously, people always, especially here in our country, will do extra. So when I'm, my whole point to all this is they always have extra, and then those become 
So you're always like preloading. So there are some that are already ready to go that will go out firsthand and then they start to fill them up afterwards and then so, so on and so forth. And that so is my understanding. I could be completely wrong. Go to Samaritan's Purse website. We'll link in the show notes yeah. if you want to know more about the logistics and these yeah. things. But it and really is an incredible organization. Thank they you, do a Billy. lot of good. Yeah, Billy will send you an email. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Billy. Zombie Billy yeah. Graham. <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh, no. Halloween costume for next year is Jordan's going to be Billy Graham. No, Zombie not. Billy yep. Graham. Let's get mm. out of here before we do anything else yes. offensive. Sorry, the Graham family. Sorry, listeners who missed the podcast yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Well, zombie Billy Graham. They might not. Yeah, Evan was. You said it. That, Evan's. So. It was felt very bad about not getting the podcast up. I kept him from doing it. So if you have anyone to blame, blame me. S C O T T at thesimplechurch.tv. Yep. There you go. Thank Send you. Send all your complaints. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week at our normal time with a new episode for you. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever. And thanks for listening. Leave a five star review, and we'll be back. Bye bye. Thanks for downloading this episode. We appreciate you listening to Backstage with the Simple Church Podcast. Subscribe so each week you get the new episode when it comes out on Wednesdays. Exactly, because that's what you want is the new content. That's right. Automatically pops up in your feed, Spotify mm. or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, leave a five-star review. Please do, because it helps people find us. And plus, we deserve it. <laughs> that's right, Scott. You do a great job. Oh, so do you. And thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. Send it to somebody that should enjoy this episode and subscribe as well. And thanks for being a part of the Simple Church. Thanks for listening.